Hello, Empire Builders. Welcome to a new episode of Business Scale Insights, where we are officially kicking off our series on leadership. Business Scale Insights and this leadership series is brought to you by New Day Consulting Systems, a firm dedicated to helping small businesses scale well. Today is the first official full-blown episode dedicated uh, to discussing leadership. And I think I initially last week talked about, is there a leadership crisis in America? And today I'm going to broaden that because I did a little research and apparently um, this perception of a leadership crisis existing is not just limited to the United States, but this is a global phenomenon. In 2014, a startling 86% of respondents to the survey on the global agenda agreed with the statement that we have a leadership crisis in the world today. Think about that. 86% of the respondents to a survey on the global agenda, and this is quoted by the World Economic Forum, an article dated November 7th, 2015, and who is, it's written by Shiza Shahid. 86% of respondents think that the world as a leadership crisis. That's something to ponder. You know, you can't get 86% of my family <laughs> agreeing on anything, hardly. But to have 86% of this global audience agreeing that there is a leadership crisis in the world, not just in the United States, something's going on. Something really is going on. Okay, well, if we continue reading this article and the results of this survey, it's also very startling because it identifies globally, the global responses um, to this survey, you know, which sectors are more trusted for their leadership. And 5.5, I guess there were like the, the, the sector that had the most um I guess, thumbs up. Um, and we're talking about on a scale from uh, zero to 10, 10 would be complete confidence. Uh, zero would be absolutely no confidence. Nonprofit and charitable organizations were 5.53, which isn't that great, quite frankly, <laughs> but it's okay. It's average. Um, the second sector that was seen as um trusted for leadership is business. And the third would be education. Business was kind of, in my opinion, well behind at 4.72. Education was right behind that at 4.70. And then the interesting thing was at the bottom three, healthcare and international organizations were right in the middle. And the bottom three were the news media at 3.94, government at 3.83, and lastly, religious organizations at 3.57. That is just startling to me. 
just amazing to me. And I'd love to get your feedback. Like, why do you think that is? Um, and the bottom three would be the news leader, news media, government, and religious organizations. That's kind of mind-blowing to me. Uh, because if we really think that poorly of the media and our religious organizations and government, government's not that much of a surprise. That's not much of a surprise. But the media, journalism, and religious organizations and journalism in the United States is definitely supposed to be, you know, this unknown, um, not unknown, but this fourth check uh, on abuses of state power. That's not good. The other uh, question that this survey asked was, what skills do leaders, do our leaders need to win back the confidence of their population? And the survey respondents identified several virtues. Um, one was a global interdisciplinary perspective, clearly based upon America first and the agenda of the present um, Congress and executive branch. That's not there. Um, Long-term empirical planning doesn't appear to be there. Strong communication skills, a lot of people question. <laughs> a prioritization of social justice, huge question mark there and well-being over financial growth question mark there empathy question mark there courage question mark there morality question mark there and a collaborative nature so look at this folks the survey respondents identified several virtues one a global inter interdisciplinary perspective long-term empirical planning strong communication skills a prioritization of social justice and well-being over financial growth, empathy, courage, morality, and a collaborative nature. If you looked at all the sectors in society, charitable organizations, business, education, international organizations, healthcare, the news media, government, and religious organizations, and you held them up to those standards, That's kind of scary because honestly, if you if you use those standards and you kind of look at all those sectors of society, I would say nonprofit charitable organizations, many of them would still be on the top. I do not think business would be on the top. I do not think education would be on the top. I think international organizations would probably be number two. Um, maybe some healthcare organizations would be number three. And then after that, business and education. The reason why I say that is because I'm intimately involved in business and have grown up literally a fourth generation um, uh, child of educators and educational leaders and spent time in a university setting for over a decade and worked with hundreds, hundreds of universities from comp community colleges all the way up to Ivy Leagues. So I don't know. I really don't know. It's startling. And I would love to get some of your feedback on that study. The final results of this survey was that four out of the five regions, the, the global regions, I guess, surveyed, prioritized training, coaching, and mentoring as the best way to develop tomorrow's leaders. Um, and that youth needed to get more involved 
Um, they also wanted to state that it's not enough to be inspirational. The best leaders know how to mediate, listen, and include the opinions of others before making a decision. Execution, team building, and delegation are key. Um, fostering a culture where people see integrity and empathy as key character traits um, are also key. So um, I'm just going to kind of focus my attention on prioritizing training, coaching, and mentoring as the best way to develop tomorrow's leaders. Folks, do you know how much leadership, how many leadership programs there are today? And I know you can't respond to me, but I'm just doing that for dramatic effect. There are, there are millions of leadership coaches around the world. There's probably more leadership training and mentoring and leadership development programs than we've ever had in the history of humanity. Seriously. But if you were to ask any person just informally, and that's, I don't think that was part of this survey, but like ask people comparing different um, times. Like if I were to compare the World War II generation's capacity for leadership, and that was definitely my grandparents' generation, to my parents' generation, um, to my generation, and to future generations, a lot of people would say, oh my God, you know, they didn't have leadership programs, but they, they had, um, you know, they had flaws. They weren't, you know, they, they were definitely had issues. You had a lot of sexism. You had a lot of racism. People didn't take mental health seriously back then. I'm not trying to laud past generations, but the capacity for courageous leadership and, um, you know, some level of truth telling, uh, and some level of empathy, um, wasn't perfect, but it was, it, it, you saw more of it, I believe, than you do today. When you have 86% of people around the world saying that there is like a leadership crisis, that's a big deal. That's a big freaking deal. I mean, I question if after World War II, after that horrible, you know, uh, you know, going against the Nazis and, and Hitler, if the world actually, um, if you surveyed a lot of people around the world, if they would say 86% of the people believe there's a leadership crisis, I bet you, I hazard to guess, if, if that survey existed, it would probably be like, no. <laughs> you know, we had some great leaders, you know. We had some great leaders in Europe, and we had some great leaders in America. We had some great, and they, you know, they kicked butt and, you know, we're not, we're not members of, of, of Nazi Germany. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just something is off to me. And, and clearly based upon these empirical studies that I keep reading, um, there is a crisis, but the answer in my opinion, isn't more leadership training because we've got more leadership training now than we ever have had probably in the history of the world. So something is off and I open the floor to all of you. Call me. Uh, you can call into the station, leave a message. You can email me at biscalepro at gmail.com. You can send me a text um, or not text. You can send me a tweet or DM me on Twitter. 
uh, Biscale Pro, Biscale Podcast. You can send send me a link or link link up with me on LinkedIn, Kimberly Bonner. I don't care. But something is off, you know. 86% of the people a few years ago felt like there was a leadership crisis. I'm sure that it's gotten even worse. In the United States, you have similar patterns. What is going on? And, and the answer is not just more training. Can't be. Because we've had more leadership training now and more focus on leadership than we've ever had probably in the history of the civilized world. So talk to me. I, I have my own theories. I'm going to talk about this next, um, next week and in the coming weeks in the series. But something is really way off. Uh, as I said at the beginning of this series, where there's a crisis, there's also opportunity. I think there's an opportunity for people to come with a solution to this problem. But the solution is not just more training. That, if, if training were the answer... We wouldn't have, we wouldn't at all overwhelmingly believe we are in the midst of a leadership crisis. Something's terribly wrong.